Hello, I'm Father Joe Roche of the Marian Fathers of the Immaculate Conception. Thank you for joining us as we continue with our year-long journey reading the diary of St. Maria Faustina Kowalska from beginning to end. Today we take up from where we left off, beginning with diary entry number 335. Once, when I saw Jesus in the form of a small child, I asked, Jesus, why do you now take on the form of a child when you come to me, commune with me? In spite of this, I still see in you the infinite God, my Lord and Creator. Jesus replied that until I learned simplicity and humility, he would commune with me as a little child. 1934. During Holy Mass, when the Lord Jesus was exposed in the Blessed Sacrament before Holy Communion, I saw two rays coming out from the Blessed Host, just as they are painted in the image, one of them red and the other pale. And they were reflected on each of the sisters and wards, but not on all in the same way. On some of them, the rays were barely visible. It was the last day of the children's retreat. November 22, 1934. On one occasion, my spiritual director, Father Sopochko, told me to look carefully into myself and to examine whether I had any attachment to some particular object or creature, or even to myself, or whether I engaged in useless chatter. For all these things, he said, get in the way of the Lord Jesus, who wants complete freedom in directing your soul. God is jealous of our hearts and wants us to love him alone. When I started to look deep within myself, I did not find any attachment to anything, but as in all things that concern me, so also in this matter, I was afraid and distrustful of myself. Tired out by this detailed self-examination, I went before the Blessed Sacrament and asked Jesus with all my heart, Jesus, my spouse, treasure of my heart, you know that I know you alone and that I have no other love but you. But Jesus, if I were about to become attached to anything that is not you, I beg and entreat you, Jesus, by the power of your mercy, let instant death descend upon me, for I prefer to die a thousand times than to be unfaithful to you once in even the smallest thing. At that moment, Jesus suddenly stood before me, coming, I know not from where, radiant with unbelievable beauty, clothed in a white garment with uplifted arms, and he spoke these words to me, My daughter, your heart is my repose. It is my delight. I find in it everything that is refused me by so many souls. Tell this to my representative." And an instant later, I saw nothing, but a whole ocean of consolations entered my soul. I know now that nothing can put a stop to my love for you, Jesus. Neither suffering nor adversity, nor fire, nor the sword, nor death itself. I feel stronger than all these things. Nothing can compare with love. I see that the smallest things done by a soul that loves God sincerely have an enormous value in his holy eyes. November 5, 1934. 
One morning, when it was my duty to open the gate so to let out our people who deliver baked goods, I entered the little chapel to visit Jesus for a minute and to renew the intentions of the day. Today, Jesus, I offer you all my sufferings, mortifications, and prayers for the intentions of the Holy Father, so that he may approve the Feast of Mercy. But Jesus, I have one more word to say to you. I am very surprised that you bid me to talk about this Feast of Mercy, for they tell me that there is already such a feast. And so why should I talk about it? And Jesus said to me, And who knows anything about this feast? No one. Even those who should be proclaiming my mercy and teaching people about it often do not know about it themselves. That is why I want the image to be solemnly blessed on the first Sunday after Easter, and I want it to be venerated publicly so that every soul may know about it. Make a novena for the Holy Father's intention. It should consist of 33 acts, that is, repetition, that many times of the short prayer which I have taught you to the divine mercy. Jesus tells Faustina that he will keep coming to her as a little child until she has learned simplicity and humility. It reminds me of the story of St. John the Apostle. Apparently when he was an old man, he was always repeating, little children, let us love one another. And the other early Christians would say to him, but Father, why do you always repeat that to us? And he would say to them, when we start doing it, I'll stop repeating it. St. Faustina reports, seeing the rays of mercy coming from the exposed blessed sacrament, but those rays not being reflected equally on all of the sisters and the wards praying in the chapel. It seems that Jesus pours out his graces on all of us, but the degree depends on our openness to him. Then there's an interesting exchange in which St. Faustina is asking, uh, she's asked by her spiritual director to examine her heart for earthly attachments that could get in the way of Jesus' working in her heart. She doubts herself, she examines herself, and then she ardently expresses her desire to be completely open to Jesus. And Jesus comes to her and he reassures her in a beautiful way and he gives her some consolation. Then in a dialogue with Jesus, uh, St. Faustina asks about the Feast of Mercy, which apparently already existed in the church. And Jesus says, but who knows about it? Now, it's not entirely clear what he's referring to here. The footnotes refer to a church at that time, which was dedicated to the Divine Mercy in Krakow. It was built in 1629, and they celebrated its patronal feast on September 14th, the Feast of the Dedication of the Cross. But it could be that Jesus is referring to the actual Feast of Mercy that we have today. The Feast of Mercy falls on the second Sunday of Easter, or the octave of Easter. Now, during the octave in the early church, the newly baptized wore their white baptismal garments for the whole week. And then they finally set them aside on the first Sunday after Easter. So that Sunday was called in Latin, Dominica in Albis Depositus which basically means setting aside the white garments, the Sunday of the setting aside of the white garments. Now, St. Augustine wrote about that Sunday, and he, he called the days of the octave of Easter the days of mercy and pardon. 
The Sunday in white, that uh, second Sunday of Easter, or what we call Mercy Sunday, he called the Compendium of the Days of Mercy. And then he wrote, setting aside the white robes, he said, let, us not, let not our interior purity be lessened as we set aside exterior symbols. So it seems that the early church did talk about mercy in connection with Easter and the octave of Easter. But again, Jesus is right. Who knows about that and who talks about that? So that's why Jesus appeared to St. Faustina to remind the church of that connection with mercy. And he wants us to be, as St. Augustine said, transformed interiorly. He wants our hearts to be transformed by his mercy and love. Please follow or subscribe to this podcast to receive the latest episodes and updates. If you have enjoyed this podcast, I invite you to leave a review. Reviews greatly improve our podcast ranking and will help other people throughout the world find St. Faustina's Diary in a Year. Remember, Jesus promised St. Faustina in Diary number 1075 Souls who spread the honor of divine mercy are protected by God like an infant by a gentle mother. Please help us spread the message of divine mercy. Thank you, and God bless you. Visit shopmercy.org to order your copy of Divine Mercy in My Soul, the diary of St. Maria Faustina Kowalska. It's available in print in English, Spanish, and Polish, and in English as an ebook. Available now on shopmercy.org. Are you enjoying this podcast? I invite you to listen to more shows brought to you by the Marian Fathers of the Immaculate Conception. Join us daily for enriching spiritual content, which will help you on your journey with Jesus Christ. Simply visit DivineMercyPlus.org for a complete list of our shows. That's DivineMercyPlus.org.